Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. On this episode, us Texans are going to get schooled on Australian rules football. Thanks to our guests, James and Terry. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Yeah, this is fun. So we're uh, Instagram friends, right? And mm-hmm. so we've messaged each other, and you obviously realize I don't know a thing about Australian <laughs> rules football because I don't even know how to... You know, say it correctly because I've I've mentioned the sport as the wrong sport, which we'll talk about in a little while. So I wanted to get you guys in here and teach me, you know, what I don't know, what I need to know because it's fun. We have a team here in this area. So before we talk about um, the North Texas Devils, I want to know about you guys specifically. You know, what's kind of what's your background in sports? And so I guess maybe James, let's start with you. Absolutely, yeah. So. Um I've been sort of playing Australian football most of my life, um, played at a few different clubs growing up. It's one of those sports that, you know, in Melbourne, where I'm from, everybody essentially plays Australian football from the age of about five onwards. Um, so I played at a few different clubs, transitioned to rugby for a period of time, uh, rode for a period of time, and then uh, ended up in Sydney with a team up there where I ended up coaching for a few years after a bit of an injury that put me out of playing, and then uh, travelled overseas and, you know, came to the US and found that there was a, a local amateur league, so I got involved here as well. Awesome. What about you, Terry? So I was introduced to uh, footy maybe three or four years ago, but me primarily growing up, I played basketball. So I played basketball in high school. That's as far as I took it, but besides that, I played in a lot of rec leagues here in Dallas. Um, Oh, I was going to say, I picked up some accent for James, but I wasn't sure where I'm hearing you from. So you're from here. I'm from Arkansas. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Arkansas. So, yeah, I don't really have an accent. Cause, uh, oh, my, you do. You well, do. Really? <laughs> we all do. <laughs> sure. Because okay. my, my father's uh, from Arkansas. My mom's from New York. So I kind of go in between yeah. both of those. But primarily, you know, growing up, you know, there's traditional sports, uh, basketball, football, a little baseball, but definitely no footy. Footy. No footy. I like that. Footy. That's is that what all you guys call it? That's what we call it. I yeah. mean, Australian rules football is kind of a mouthful. Right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> Aussie rules or footy, we can go with. Aussie rules. I like that yeah. too. Okay. So what it's not is American football, and it's also not rugby. Correct. Right. So I guess let's go there. Let's sort of tell me like the similarities for people like me who are used to American football. Mm-hmm. What are the similarities with these mainstream sports that like Americans know? And then I guess what are some of the main differences? If that's a, it's that's yeah. a lot, but I guess start there. Let's let's unpack that a little bit. <laughs> um, I think that the the most probably the most similar thing to sports that you've known already in terms of American football or rugby is the ball is somewhat of a similar shape. Yeah. But as you can see, it's a little bit of a, a different shape. Yep, I'm holding one now. It's more rounded at the you know the, the ends aren't as tapered off, more eggy. More know, eggy, like, yeah. correct? Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's about where the similarities end. And so when I do describe this game to people who have never seen it before, I actually ask people to visualize a combination of soccer with basketball. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's the so, reaction so we're I on a, we're get. on a, a grass field, whatever mm-hmm. you call a pitch field, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're on a field with how many players are on your... So we've got 18 players on each side on the field at one time. Oh, that's a lot. Uh-huh. So 36 guys running around. So that's soccer plus basketball. That's soccer plus, <laughs> exactly. And in terms of, you know, the, the reason I sort of describe it like that is because it is a 360-degree game. So there's no onside, no offside. People aren't lining up against each other yeah. as you'd have in rugby or in American football. Um, so that's probably where that basketball similarity comes into it. So when you go to start the game, your players are mixed on each side of the Correct. field. Okay. Correct. Um, and when we do start the game, the other basketball similarity is that there's a tip-off. Mm. Although we bounce the ball or throw the ball up, so it's a little bit different. And the two tallest guys will generally jump up, and then they'll do that tip-off. To too. get possession. Correct. Correct. Okay. 
And then the other interesting thing, though, that always throws people is it's not played on a rectangular field as rugby or American Everything football is, would yeah. be. Okay. Uh, it's actually played on a cricket pitch, okay. cricket field. So it's a large oval field, um, almost circular. Is it common, though, that you're converting a soccer field into this for you? Or so, does that not, size-wise, does that not convert? Yeah, so the, the average field length, because um, the fields actually vary in size, mm-hmm. there are some air dimensions that need to be the same and regulated on every field. But the average field's around about 185 yards long. Oh. by about 155 yards wide. Wow, that's huge, right? Huge well, you do field. have 18 on each side, so, I mean, there's a lot of players out there. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of running. Okay, uh, running, so I'm like, visualizing that. All the players, the round, that's crazy big. So what's the goal situation? Is there an actual structure that's a goal or an inline or anything, uh, end zone? Yeah, so there's a goal. Okay. Uh, you got to kick that through the goal. Um, I told you, I'm, like, basic here. No, you no, have no, to, like, spell it out for me. That's where we want to start. <laughs> um, no, there's a goal, and you actually have four posts, so four upright posts. There's no horizontal post, just the vertical post. Okay. The two in the middle are much taller, and when you kick it between those two, then that's a goal. That's worth six points. Then there's two shorter posts on the outside, and when you kick it between the large post and the short post, that's worth one point. So everything's like yep. scoring opportunities are kicks. Not you don't run anything through. You those. don't run anything through. No, it's all okay. kicking. Yeah. Can every player? I'm jumping all around here. That's okay. Uh, first, I was going to say, can any player kick it, or are there designated players that are any, allowed to? Any player can kick it. As a player, are you an offensive specialty, defensive, or is everybody everything? Uh, so you, you are sort of more specialized, but everybody can run everywhere. So you don't have sections or areas that you have to stay within. So you will have guys that become better defensively because mm-hmm. you do need to learn some of the skills to be a you know, defensive player. And then you're going to have some guys which are much better. Uh, and I say keep saying guys. I should say guys and girls because uh, there's a lot of women who play as well. But a lot of the people who play, you'll end up ha- you know, having some of those specialties depending on what you're good at. Do you have positional names? Yes. Okay, what are your positions? So I play Rupp. Ruck? Ruck, the Ruckman. Okay. So it's kind of like he said, at the beginning of the game, it starts with a jump ball. So if you play basketball, that's why this transition was a little bit easy for oh, me. Yeah, yeah. It's like doing a tip ball. Sure. So if you play power forward or if you play center, it's, it's, it's pretty similar because you're boxing out and you're just pretty much trying to get advantage by tipping a ball. So that's what position I play. How tall are you? I'm 6'6". Six, six. Okay. You're tall also, James. I'm 6'5". Yeah. yeah. Are most of you guys tall and big like this or nope. is nope. there room for smaller guys and girls? There's room for everybody of everybody. every size. Okay. Yeah. What position do you play? Uh, I don't play anymore, so I'm the coach of the team now. Okay. What did you? Um, what is your old position? I, I used to rotate between playing in the ruck, uh, where Terry plays, and also a position called center half forward, which is kind of center forward of forward. the center of okay. the ground. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, center mid in soccer, there's similarities. Yep. Similarities, sure. yeah. Um, but anybody can score. Are there guys on the team that are like the known scorers, you know? that are commonly going to be the ones that are scoring? Yeah, you, you've got a position called a full forward, which is kind of almost like um, your striker, if you will, in soccer. So they're not the primary scorers or, or the only scorers, I should say, but usually in teams they're kind of the primary scorers or, or the better kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a guy on each side of them, guy or girl, on each side of them called a forward pocket. And so they sort of sit down in those little pockets of, of that egg-shaped uh, ground. And they're more sort of um, what we call roving the ball. So when the ball's in contention... They're the ones who can, you know, pick it up pretty quickly and sort of, you know, move a little more, um, little more agility than say the full forward, and then can kick the goals from there as well. So the full forward's kind of a run and catch and okay. and set shot, uh, whereas agile, the rovers look, probably yeah. agile players. Yeah. Is there anyone goalie like or safety like or you know protecting those posts? Last man to the... Like know. on defense, right? Yeah, There's yeah. kind of like... Um, so I don't know all the positions like him, but I would think it's uh, 
it's not a full forward, it's a full, full back. back. Yeah, full back. So that's kind of like a safety. That their job is like last man back behind, you know, before they right. kick it. Because kind of like you said, uh, the opposing team, they're trying to keep their goal. So they would have somebody like two individuals on each side. And so you have somebody kind of like shadowing them. You could call them like a free safety uh -huh. or someone like a cornerback. So when they're trying to kick it to their team, you're trying to disrupt that whole situation and yep. kick it back to your team. Think, think about and a basketball full court press. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, you know, you've got your, your full forward and your full back. And you've got a forward pocket and a back pocket. So each of the roles have a opposite in terms of the defensive yeah. role. Uh, and those guys are, are playing on each other the whole time. Yeah, to mark up and mm -hmm. and guard or whatever. Um, you might have said this, points-wise. Mm -hmm. Is it one point? More points for the shorter posts? So it's six points through the big six. two middle posts. Uh -huh. And then one point between the big post and the little post. Oh, Okay. So I like to think of it as like football. Like uh -huh. if you kick a field goal, yeah. it's worth six Good. points. But if you had two individuals' goals besides the field goals, those are worth one. What's a normal score of a game? Like, you know, your average. I mean, I'm guessing it's not 6-6. Six, six. Is it like 30-30? <laughs> yeah. 30, 30? Like is it if, um, what's your score look like? If you're thinking about the pro league in Australia, sure. you're probably talking around 80 to maybe 110 Oh, per lots team. of scoring. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's fast-paced, lots of scoring, pretty okay. dynamic in that way. Leaning back to the basketball side from mm -hmm. soccer side. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is dynamic. So then tackling. When you you said somebody's roving the ball, they're going to be, you know, if it's a loose ball, they're going to pick it up and run. Or you throw it to each other, you kick it to each other. Can you do either? And can anybody tackle anybody? And how's that work? Uh, so there's three parts there. So you can't throw the ball. No throwing. Um, what you no can one? do is you can pass it with your hands, and it's called a hand pass. Okay. Funnily enough, the naming convention works. Okay. Um, but the way that you do that is you have to punch it. And so the, the way to describe it to somebody new is think about a uh, volleyball underhand serve. And that's mm -hmm. sort of the motion sure. that you want to do as you're passing that ball. Okay. And you want to hand pass it in sort of tight quarters, really short, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And when somebody catches the ball from a hand pass, there's no stop in play. It's still free-flowing, still moving really quickly. Um, the other way to keep past the ball is to kick the ball. And so there's a lot of different styles of kicking. You don't punt, punt it like you would in American football, so it's not a spiral mm. kick. Uh, you do something that we call is a drop punt, which mm -hmm. is, means the ball flows in a different way. And you can get really accurate with those up to sort of 40, 50 yards and, oh, wow. and hit somebody, no problem. That's far, uh, yeah. But when you catch a kick, you can actually stop and you have, you know, a, a small reprieve where you can actually sort of structure yourself a little bit. So it's about 10 seconds that you get. Oh. Unless you're having a shot for goal where you get 30 seconds. Okay. Does yeah, that make sense? Getting all that. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, like, I think fair catch in football, like if you're receiving a kickoff or go. something, you have time. You're not going to get crushed yeah, if you call it. you got to back catch. up. You know. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying if you catch a 40 or 50 yard kick pass, yes. you aren't going to get slaughtered right. immediately. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. You've got a, a few moments. And, and once you catch that, you can handball it on someone else straight okay. away, or you can move on straight away if you want to, uh, if your team's getting in the right position. It sounds really fast, right? It's um, very fast. Are there stoppages like whistles and fouls and like you there think is. there are yeah, yeah. There, there's a whole bunch of rules um possibly too many to get into sure. for this call right <laughs> um but what i will say is you know going back to your question around the tackling piece so you can tackle people and when you do tackle it's between the shoulders and the hips so mm -hmm. there is a very specific sort of area and method in which you do tackle people uh protects the head and, and protects you know the, the legs as well and stuff, yeah. but that means if you tackle somebody and they are dispossessed of the ball and they don't hand pass it or kick it and they drop the ball then you get kind of a free, and so it's a turnover to your possession. Yeah. Um, but I'll, you know, the converse of that is if you get tackled in a inappropriate way, too high, too low, or pushed in the back, 
uh, then it's your free. So mm -hmm. there is a lot of stoppages in that way sure. where they're blowing the whistle saying, oh, that's this or it's that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that part reminds me of lacrosse, um, how there's constant foul stoppages, but it's yeah. not a full stop down. Correct. Like yeah. a lot of players can just keep going, a self-start. Mm -hmm. uh, some fouls or whistles starts, but it just means the offending fouler has to just step, get behind the person with the ball to give them a, mm -hmm. you know, clear, yep. like, run at it. So. Yeah, so that's what happens in our game when, when there's a, a catch, which we call a mark, or when there's a foul, mm -hmm. um, which we call a free kick. The person who's offended or the or the defender from the mark mm -hmm. has to stand on the spot and raise their arms up in the air. Oh, wow. Like mm -hmm. shaming them. Yeah, <laughs> I did <Yeah>. it. Exactly. <laughs> I did it. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, that's there's a lot going on, but it's mm -hmm. not – it mixes a lot of different things I'm used to, but it all sounds like very typical stuff. Um, one thing I don't know, you – I'm looking at this awesome jersey that I'm going to wear, and I love it. Um, but what are you wearing as players? What – like – do you have pads? Do you have helmets? Is there any protection at all? Or is it just uh, jersey? Mouth guard. Mouth yeah, guard. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Wow. So it's a lot of big dudes out there punch passing, kicking, and tackling each other with mm -hmm. no football pads on. Correct. But yeah. but like you said, the rules are set up to where you guys are not going to be head-to-head. -head. For all intent, like you're not supposed to be hitting heads. Um, yeah, yeah. Heads can probably hit the ground, but um, you're not... Yeah, going to have a lot. Of, right. Do you have a lot of concussions and head injuries? No. I mean, that's one of the great things about it, like uh, the physicality. But it's not too physical where you can't get up and go to work the next morning. Okay. Like, you know, you're going to wake up and be sore, but you're not going to just yeah. like, oh, you know. So that's what's great. Like you said, you you cannot hit be above the head and below the knee. So I'm a tall guy. I definitely yeah. don't want to be hitting my knees right. or, or I'm done. Right. So it's usually like mid-tackles or a little throw down to the ground. But Nothing too Just rough. to make you drop the ball. I mean, yeah. that's your goal. Right. In the other sports, your goal to tackle is to take them down, right? right. A knee down in mm -hmm. football or something, you know, body, knee, whatever, anything down. But here, your goal isn't so much to get that player on the ground. It's to get the ball out of their hands. Is that right? It, it is right. You, you, still, <laughs> you still will take a player to the ground, uh -huh. and you can still take a player to the ground. Um, but, yeah, primarily you want to dispossess them of the ball. Okay. Terry, how yeah. old were you when you start when you learned how to play Australian rules football? I was thirty-eight. Okay, 38. that's what I was thinking. Like growing up around here, you know, I'm thinking you played all the other sports you mentioned. Right. So I'm like, how did you? When did you learn this? And not that that's old, but that's later on to learn a new sport, right? Right. So like, why did you just pick it up? So I was going to Lifetime Fitness. I was recovering from knee surgery, mm. and a guy by the name of Brandon Miller, who's local in Dallas, we were taking a class. And he just came up to me one day like, man, you're tall, you're athletic, you'll be perfect for Australian football. And like everybody else, I'm like, what the hell is huh? Australian football? Yeah. I've never heard of it a day in my life. Oh, you hadn't even heard of it? Never even heard of it. Okay. And so um, wow. Wow. every class, he kept coming up to me. I was like, what does this guy want? Like, he's like, man, just check it out. You'll be great. I'm pretty sure you'll make nationals. I'm like, what is nationals? Like, <laughs> wow. And so one day he's like, man, I'm just going to send you a video. Just check it out. So I watched the video. I was like, all right, it's like jump ball. Yeah. He showed me a video of the Ruckman. He's like, just come out and play. And um, I love competing. And so I went out and I, I went to a practice. And practice was just okay, you know, um, nothing too exciting. But that first game, the first time I got hit, that's when I realized, yeah. <laughs> this is I, good? I, I like footy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so that brings me to the North Texas Devils. So who, like, how many guys are there? Mm -hmm. Where do you guys play? When, like, what's the seasonality of this sport here? I mean, it's probably it's probably different than in Australia, but what what are we talking about here with this local team? 
Yeah, so we're playing in a competition called the US AFL, which is okay. the United States Australian Football League. Um, there's around 50 teams in that from all across the US. We're actually the fourth team based out of Texas. Um, so we've got a team in Austin, oh, Houston. Wow. Uh, there is a team in Dallas based closer to downtown Dallas. And then there's us who are representing more of northern DFW. Right. Um, I think the, the whole sport is an amateur competition. So there's no pros in this. Everyone does a volunteer. You know, we seek donations and sponsorships and, and you know, anyone who wants to come and play can play. Um, but that also represents its challenges, I think, being a national sport because, uh, you know, Terry and I were talking about this before, when, when somebody's new to a sport they've never heard of and then you've got to say, by the way, you've got to get a flight to, you know, Chicago or somewhere else, it makes it a little bit cost prohibitive. Yeah. So for us, we want to, you know, it's, a, it's a, such a phenomenal game that we want to grow the game locally and see how many people we can get engaged and grow. Um, so hence why we started this team and we can then play, you know, more local Texas-based teams and, and get a team bus to um, various games and so forth. So uh, that's kind of the, the genesis, I think, of where the North Texas Devils came from. Uh, we started during COVID, which, you know, is also the most challenging thing, but yeah. again, it's because nobody was traveling to yeah. get to other games. Uh, we now have around uh, 58 people that have signed up. Wow. Mm, it's been pretty quick growth on our, we got a team app that people sign up to and supporters can sign up on that as well. Cool. Uh, and we have around about 40 people that have signed the waivers to actually be able to play. So I look at that more as the, as the number the of real, how many yeah. coming out. Um, yeah, because you're not playing until those are signed, I'm sure. Correct, you know, correct, yeah. Playing so in games anyway. We're getting about 20 to training at the moment. We train in Plano. So it's probably not a normal season right now. Nothing's normal mm -hmm. with restrictions and things. Um, but what? when would you play? Like, what's the? what does that look like? Yeah, pre-COVID, pre it would normally be sort of a May to October time frame, okay. um, which is something I'm getting used to because it's actually a winter sport in Australia. Okay. And uh, I mentioned cricket grounds before. In cricket, they play... Uh, sorry, in summer they play cricket on the ground and then in winter it converts to a football field. Here you've got a lot of cricket, especially here in Frisco, a mm -hmm. lot more crickets coming on and, and I believe there's three more cricket grounds being built in, in Frisco at the moment. Um, but because we have to play in summer because it's a national comp and, you know, the northern states can't right. play in the middle of their winter, yep. um, then we can't, you know, we clash with the cricket teams and so that's why we can't really use those grounds as well. But um, unfortunately we play in the Texas heat, which is not what yeah. the teams, you know, the yeah. sport's designed to do. Is there any indoor Option? Too Not big. If you can find me a too field. Too big of a field, right? So nice. Well, if we ever get that indoor, Allen, um, I don't know. Maybe it's not indoor. I thought I, I thought the cricket facility coming to Allen, in my mind, it was going to have some indoor parts, but I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking I, about. I've got to look into that then. Yeah. Who knows? Things have all changed so much in the last year or two. I'm not sure if that's even mm -hmm. being being built. All right. How can people find out and like go follow you guys and all that good stuff? Uh, we've tried to keep it as simple as possible. So any social media is just NTX Devils. Yep. Um, so whether you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, NTX Devils, the website is also ntxdevils.com. And uh, yeah, you'll be able to find us that way. Or you can send us an email to info at ntxdevils.com. Okay. What else am I missing? I mean, I feel like we covered all the, the baby basics of <laughs> what... Um, Australian rules football is. I would is just there, like to say, like, yeah. um, for athletes, uh, another reason why I love uh, footy, because like I said, I played basketball, played in plenty of basketball leagues, mm -hmm. plenty of flag football leagues. It's not organized the way uh, USAFL is. Like you said, there's 50 teams throughout different yeah. states. So not only do we play, like, local teams, like in a basketball league, you might play six or other teams or whatever, right. but you don't get to travel from state to state. So if you're really competitive, uh, this is definitely something you want to try out. Because not only do we play teams in what Austin, um, Tulsa, we've been to Arkansas, we've been to Denver, uh, L.A., 
and he hasn't even touched on like our playoffs, which is called nationals, mm -hmm. where it's usually in a in a in a great state where teams from all the U.S. come, and even guys come from Australia. It's this great big event. It's what three days? It's like a, two two days, yeah. Two days, yeah. and then after the whole um, national tournaments, you know, we all get together and just have a great. Big I'm party. sure there's some fun had. It's yeah. a lot of fun to be had. A lot. Very cool. So when you think of like recruiting people who are interested, I'm guessing you want players that know what they're doing, obviously, if they do, great. But seeing somebody like Terry who didn't even know and have a background in it and mm -hmm. caught on and loves the competitive nature of it. So you welcome those kind of guys too? Absolutely. Absolutely. We welcome anybody and everyone who wants to try out. Um, as a new startup club, we're really just trying to you know build out the team and get as many as we can down. Yeah. Um, we're starting to sort of focus on some other sports teams. We don't want to steal players from other teams, but there's leagues. You, know, you mentioned lacrosse before. They sort of wind down relatively soon, so some of those guys are coming across. Um, we've got some rugby guys who are trying out. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing a mixed rules sort of exhibition match against the Irish football team, which is a whole different type of football, mm. uh, on June 5th. And so who knows if, if any of those players will come along. But again, basketball, uh, gymnasiums, you, know, you, you name it, we're sort of recruiting people. Yeah. Is there an age? Can any kind of anybody? Play? Anyone, anyone over eighteen? Yeah. Um, just from the from the yeah. waiver perspective, we will allow people sixteen to eighteen to train to learn the game, uh -huh. uh, but they need obviously parental consent. Sure. But eighteen plus to play. What's yeah. your average age? You got uh, a range of everybody. We're we're a little older mm -hmm. right now uh, in our club because I think we've got some more experienced dudes who have played for a while. Um, I think we're looking around the early thirties as an average age. Well, and if you talk about guys, people who are going to be able to travel and get on planes and make mm -hmm. that part of their lifestyle. I mean, you know, most of us can't do that when we're 21. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so you got to gotta have a little bit of maturity and life behind you to be able to, like, get up and do that. So Yeah, that's, um, why, that's why we want to grow it more locally yeah. so that more people can get involved at a younger age. Um, but it's also why we rely so heavily on the sponsors and the donors and things mm -hmm. so we can then subsidize travel mm -hmm. um, when we need to for people who may not be able to afford it otherwise. Yeah, and you've got some awesome sponsors um, I'm looking at here. If you want to you mention them, you can. Absolutely, yeah. We've um, we've had a, a few Australian businesses come on board. So um, here in Frisco, many people who are probably listening to this will be very familiar with the Aussie Grind. Mm -hmm. um, so they came on board. Angie and Louis down there are absolutely fantastic, and now one of our first sponsors. Um, we've also got a couple of uh, Australian-owned businesses that are local to this area, um, Frisco Plano area. So Candian Flooring Design and Guru Contracting are both Australian-owned uh, businesses locally. Um, many people will probably be pretty familiar with Grandscape that had their grand opening sure. fairly recently as well. So they've jumped on board for our uh, first season. Three Nations Brewing, uh, based out in Carrollton, have, have come on board. Uh, and then also the Helping Friendly uh, is a uh, CBD company, um, which is based out of Denton. Awesome. And so uh, they're on as well. That's a great mix. Mm -hmm. Well, I've learned a lot. Hopefully our listeners mm -hmm. have too. There's a lot more to learn, I know. So um, I want to, we'll keep in touch with you guys so that when you're playing games and everything's up and running. Um, I wanted to reveal can... one more thing yes. to you if I can. Yeah. And viewers, won't, people won't be able to see this, but you can comment on it. Uh, you asked the question before, what are we playing? And mm. so we actually play Australian rules football in <laughs> relatively short shorts, yeah. but mm. in tank tops. Oh, okay. Um, so here's so our. These aren't jerseys. These are. These shirts. are not jerseys. These oh, are our okay. yeah, yeah. team team uh, travel. That's got a real tip. basketball look to it. Yep. So yeah, similar-ish to basketball, yeah. but a little different. Um, obviously, a little more durable because we're tackling and sure. things like that as well. But yeah. uh, that's our probably more our, fitted. Much yeah. more fitted, yeah. So that's our jersey. Cool. Um, Terry hasn't seen that yet. We haven't revealed oh. it to everyone. Nope, so. not yet. Breaking nice. news. 
I'm not a big fan of the short shorts, so I usually wear some compression <laughs> shorts or pants underneath. But short shorts are coming back in. They're, yeah, they're you, definitely short. You drive by any local high school, all the guys are wearing their their yeah. those shorts are getting small it's again. Funny, yeah. It is funny. <laughs> it cracks me up. Um, but I like uh, to mention one thing. Yeah. Um, if you're young enough and you pick up the game quick enough, there's an opportunity for you to potentially turn pro, right, and go in Australia. Yeah, so, so there's been some exchange programs that have happened over time oh, neat, uh, with yeah. people going over. What I'll say is that the only American in the Australian professional league right now is from here. He's from Highland Village. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, his name's Mason Cox. Um, he's six foot ten. He played for Oklahoma City Whoa. basketball. And in 2014, they did a combine. Um, their professional league did a combine in the U.S. and picked him up and took him over. When he was done playing for the Thunder? like after- Yeah, they, I think during... No, that was- um, College, right? Yeah, college. College, oh, wow. yeah. And uh, he, he went him. over, I think he spent about four years learning the game. Uh, had never even heard of it or seen it before. Okay. Um, spent about four years learning about it. Now he's wow. over there playing. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, Highland Village, that's funny. I mean, one of our MLS players is from Highland Village. Funny little pocket there. What mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, all the all the athletics, um, athleticism that comes out of this area. Very cool. Well, I've learned a lot and I appreciate it. And um, when the games start happening, maybe we'll get y'all get y'all back in here and we'll do round two. Teach me some more once I've seen it in action so I can Absolutely. understand it even more. So um, James Henderson and Terry Clark with the North Texas Devils. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of Hustle and Pro. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts.